I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. And you are listening to The The Reading Reading Aloud Aloud Podcast. Podcast. A podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) If you didn't listen to our last podcast and hear that we're recording these a little bit after the fact, so, you know, we're a little further along than this, but we wanted to share with you all what happened shortly after we got the news that we were pregnant. Well, I feel a little bit better now because you just showed me all this fun gear that you got. Yeah. But. But, (laughs) Yeah, start us off. No. We're not talking about gear. We're talking about fear. (laughs) What's another rhyme? We're. Sear. Like like a sear steak. Well, we hope to have a cheer tomorrow um, when we find out that you're still pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a a little bit of a skier. Oh, dear. (laughs) We had a skier. (laughs) Yeah. We're having a skier. We're having a skier right now. Yeah. I have not felt afraid since we heard the heartbeat at week six. I have not felt afraid. Yeah. I haven't felt afraid even before that because we've got this embryo that's at the top of its class. You know, the 6AA is like the big, the the like... Sticky. Sticky. Healthy. In, healthy internal cells. I've been miserably sick. And yeah, it sucks, but is no, but it's confirmation. It's yeah. yeah, it's confirmation that shit's going down. And I am well, basically, you know, you had some spotting. I've today. had a lot of spotting over the course of the days, yeah. and I have just been again fine with like that's what it is, and you know, they and say I, that spotting is normal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, and my cervix has been through a little bit over time, and so, you know, it's just, that's, seems normal enough, and so, but then today it was like a gush, and then it was like, and then it like leaked to my skirt, and then to my chair. Mm-hmm. And you felt like it was a significant, it was more than you've had before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I texted our fertility nurse, who's the best person in the world, and she was like, I'm not really concerned. And I FaceTimed her and showed her, and she was like, I'm not really concerned, and it doesn't seem like too much, and everything looks fine, whatever. She's like, but I would feel more comfortable if you came in, and you would feel more comfortable if you came in. So tomorrow morning we're coming in, and... You know, we started to talk about it on our walk, and I said, let's just podcast it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you asked me a specific question. You said, how do you handle fear or something like that? Oh, right. Yeah. I want to know how you handle worry. And I, yeah. Yeah. Handle worry. Because I'm asking all the questions and running through all the scenarios in my head, and you keep answering with, well, we're going to find out tomorrow. And so I'm like, well, how do you handle worry? And I really want to learn from you. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm no expert at this, but, and first off, let me context, and I probably don't have to say this, but your body is going through such a more intense process right now, and we're going to handle worry in different scenarios. So I, I say that with the knowledge that I'm not walking in your shoes right now, you know, 
Um, I know, but in things that affect us both, you still have a different perspective. I think in the first like baseline, and I'm no, I'm not going to do this perfectly, but I, I, I know that worry doesn't help anything. You know, uh, sometimes thinking and talking through different scenarios can be helpful. Like what's the worst that could happen kind of conversation and, and just understanding that that's the, the, you know, certain scenarios that can be helpful. But if I think for me, my brain goes to the worst case scenario. So talking through it usually talks me out of that because my brain is thinking of the extreme when in reality, there's a lot of other scenarios that I'm having trouble thinking of. So Mm -hmm. that's why I ask questions. It's a difference though between, there is a difference between discussing a a worst case scenario in order to be able to process it and worry, right? Worry is kind of a standalone, uh, essentially believing or buying into a scenario that is is negative that you don't want to happen i know sort of but like for example like i feel like i've been less nauseous today that i've been we're about to eat meat and i haven't been able to eat meat in many days and i'm like really excited like you had been offering me this dish for a while and i said no and you know i want to talk through that yeah yeah and and i think that there's like there is a I remember what I started to say earlier, which isn't exactly what we're talking about now, this kind of scenario assessment, but there is a level of faith and trust. Everything's just going to transpire. Like there's nothing I can do to alter the course of things. I'm not making sense here. No, no, no. Of course, everything is going to happen as it's going to happen. And we don't worry doesn't actually stop that. And I get that. Yeah. But there have been many times where we've talked about this in the fertility podcasts about how when I was nervous Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you couldn't, you couldn't entertain the idea that that we weren't pregnant over the course of all the years and then how lonely that was for me and so you know as i'm bleeding and thinking oh my gosh i need to process it out loud verbally and i think if we go straight to well we don't know till tomorrow it's it's not good for me right right this is an interesting scenario because we're kind of coming into this where you have a propensity to kind of verbalize the worst case scenario and i don't mean this in a bad way but you have a propensity to verbalize the worst case scenario and therefore worry about it and that translates to some kind of unhealthy worry i think is a a fair assessment i on the other hand trust that the right thing will happen and you know, not worry. And, and that can often lead to me being silent and causing you to be lonely. And so there's a negative side no, of that. And so what we're, we're, we're working for here, in my opinion, is like, how do we learn from each other and balance that out? I've never heard you say that you trust that no matter the outcome, we're going to be okay, because I agree with that. I've only heard you say that you want to put into the world the energy that it's all fine. Well, that's that's one aspect of it. I know, but, but that's the, what, different what I'm than talking what you about. Said, that's different than what you said that you can't change the outcome. Right, right. I I understand that, but and 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 not not trying to you know put that energy out into the world is is a certain part of it. But I think there's another part. There's a trust there that of course whatever happens will happen and we will survive. You know, we will continue to go on. But there's also a trust in that worrying about it that an answer will come 
and worrying up until you find that answer only makes the the experience up until then uh, more yeah, unpleasant. No. But what you're saying to me and what I'm hearing <clears throat> is that the more that you can process different scenarios, that actually decreases the amount that you're going to worry about them. Oh, yeah. And for me, processing that scenario isn't necessarily a pleasurable experience, but I want to learn to be better at doing that in a way that doesn't make me worry. And that's, I think, a symptom of me not having a ton of practice with being vulnerable, right? So that's, that's, so I'm more uncomfortable processing these potential negative scenarios rather than just like, I'm more comfortable breathing through and being like, we will find the answer soon enough and it's not. And so, you know, and there's wisdom in both of those things in some way. But I can also, you know, turn to other people for support if you prefer. No, I mean, of course you're open to turn to other people. I wouldn't say no to that, but uh, I actually want to be able because this is a growth curve for me. And I think it's a... You know, I think it's a growth curve for me to be able to talk through and process these different scenarios in a way that doesn't overwhelm me or doesn't make me feel super uncomfortable. And I think it's a growth curve that you need to be able to kind of talk through these scenarios with an underlying, with a like an injection of trust because because even though you like no, I have trust. Okay, I just don't know how to breathe through it as well. And I, I guess what I'm trying to find out is. I, I hear you in that you feel confident in talking through, and I I'm sorry. I feel like we're fighting in the midst of this thing that's happening that's really fucking scary. I feel yeah. like you're giving me a, like a a lesson. Yeah, I and I don't. That. I'm not interested. You're not interested. In no. That. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. I, I'm sorry. I did get a little overly excited there about the analyzing it too much. I just all I want to know is like, there's no like. Everybody goes through this. So many women go through this. And it's interesting because I was looking up something in the book today and I landed on the miscarriage page and I was like, wait, that's not what I was trying to look up. And then I like read something else that kind of took me in that direction. And then somebody else was writing on their blog about how they thought that IVF was guaranteed. Like they kind of pretended like IVF was a guarantee. And I definitely have felt like there's so many more things that you're sure of that there is more of a guarantee. And I'm like, why have I just been reading about this in the last two days? And like, that's how trauma works. It's like all the evidence piles up and your brain starts to focus on all the things. But that was all before I even started thinking about miscarriage because I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking this baby is really freaking strong and it's making me really sick and all is well. Mm-hmm. And yet I find that, you know, I'm like thinking like, gosh, why was this day so full of all that information? Was that supposed to mean something? And, you know, and I just don't know how I'm supposed to sleep tonight. And I don't really know like what, like, I don't like what the fuck, like if this isn't happening, then like our second embryo is, you know, technically speaking, not as strong and like, and it's the only other fucking one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Except for the one that, like, either will miscarry or correct. But, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. And we just told people, not that many people, we've told enough. Mm-hmm. And we, like, said something to our neighbors today because we were so excited. Mm-hmm. We're dumb. Mm-hmm. We're not dumb. 
we're not dumb. We're just going to be okay. And I think that, you know, this is, it's a scary, it's a scary moment. And it's added, added scariness because we've been through so much that anything that presents a higher level of risk is magnified. But I haven't been, I just want everybody to know that after we got our first, like that for that first HCG level, and she said, what are you doing in spring of 2021? I was like, confident. I was confident that the next time it would be go up. And I just like, I, I, you know, I think the, for the people that I've told, they're all like, and you're going to worry and everybody worries. I'm not worried. I haven't sat around worrying. Right. So now you're worrying. Yeah, because I'm bleeding. Right. More than I've been bleeding. Right. But like I wasn't worrying before that is all I'm saying is like, I just, I don't know, maybe I just want to say that to the world. Like I'm not freaking out. I'm not freaking out about every little feeling. Like I've had plenty of spotting this whole time. I don't think people like that. I've had cramps and lumps and bumps and, you know, I've already gained weight and it's not even even really that pregnant. And like, I'm not even fretting about that stuff. I'm just like, okay, this is happening. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about like, what was that sound? What was that feeling? You know, it's like, it's just, it's part of it. I'm expecting to feel really different. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. So what what I kind of glean from that, and first off, thank you for sharing that. And I know that you're not like I know that you have been super confident. How you are know? you really feeling? How am I really feeling? When you showed me the spotting that had happened, I I I got nervous, but I think for me, I have as well felt, and this is just me, like I've as well felt as confident as you are, and. I think that there was a there's an initial hit of uh oh like that could be bad but then I draw from that well I draw from that well of confidence that has been present throughout this process and then we talk to our doctor our nurse our doctor who says that amount of blood doesn't alarm me you know come in and we'll make sure it's okay but that doesn't alarm me and gave a couple of you know reasons and and so that added to that well of confidence. So that's where I'm drinking from. I'm drinking from that well. I'm, I'm but what? But I guess that I guess I do have a little question about that. Does it help to just be optimistic? Like, what is that? I think it. It, in my opinion, in this specific scenario where we are going to find out tomorrow morning, for the time period in between that, it it, it does help in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It helps to draw from that well. It's it's not that the other one doesn't exist, but like I would much rather be in that space for throughout this time mm-hmm. than in the other one. Well, I feel like a little differently that I would rather start to f- have some like acceptance of like, start to like in my mind be like, well, can I, you know, I even had that experience upstairs after getting off the phone with her. I was like, at first I was like, there's no way I'm going to survive this. And then after like, just thinking through it, I was like, I will survive this, mm-hmm. you know, like it's helping me not prepare for it, but I mean, it's helping that me. That just, just sounds like, super advanced to me. It sounds <laughs> super advanced emotionally. Like it's like, I'm what I hear you saying is like, I can, I'm not worrying and I'm already preparing myself for an extreme disappointment while holding space for being confident too. I mean, that's like, that that's incredible. I, I couldn't do that. 
That's amazing. Maybe you have something to learn from me. (laughs) I definitely have emotional knowledge to learn from you. You know, okay. What I what I don't want to happen though is for you to, what Not I don't sleep or something. yeah is to is to be in a space where like I think already starting to accept different scenarios is very healthy. Mm-hmm. But what is you're trying to avoid is saying that's what I'm doing, but it actually translates into worrying to where you're up all night worrying. No, right? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know that's that's what you're actually trying to avoid. So yeah, of course. Is do those so, healthy behaviors such, such existential questions right i don't know the whole thing is crazy it's completely insane it's so crazy and i just don't want to be the kind of person that spends my whole life worrying about this baby when it's in or out or whatever like i don't find that to be an appealing life to live i agree but you better believe that as we raise this baby that is going to still be there yeah. when we go tomorrow, that you were gonna, you're going to have to talk it out, talk some of this stuff out with me. And I'm excited to continue to grow and in that And including space. like when they go crazy when they're 13, 14, 15, and, we're, and I want to talk through all of it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm excited to continue to grow in that space with you. And the podcast will get to hear about it and our child will have no privacy. <laughs> <laughs> and you all get to come along for the ride. All right, let's go eat some dinner, babe. All right, bye. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.